What's going on, everybody? It is Friday, April 30th, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Father Zoe, a.k.a. Southside Zoe. And with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. I'm just waiting for the uh, next thing that Tony Luce is going to mess up. <laughs> and good segue to the TLR defender, the good Reverend K. Fitz. Um, I'm here just so we can give reaction-based uh, responses to uh, results-based analysis. That's what I'm here for. So if you don't get the bunt down, bunting is bad. <laughs> if you get the bunt down and it succeeds and you win a game, it's good. But it only depends on if the job gets done. It doesn't matter anything else. So right. I'm here well, I'm here for the results-based analysis. I think it's probably the best, most intelligent way to uh, analyze sports. Have you been on? Welcome to Twitter, dude. That's not how <laughs> things roll. That is not how things roll. So, this is something that I'm waiting for, too. I did bet the White Sox. It was one and nothing in the top of the fifth. I went, got home. I bet the White Sox at plus 424 to win by at least two. And got in the shower, came back, bases loaded. I know, and uh, it's fun. And uh, they're looking to knock and add some more runs here in the bottom of the six in a shortened seven-inning game. So thank you, White Sox, for uh, expecting the 90. Yep. So uh, we're going to talk White Sox. We're going to talk Cubs and everything in between. If something cool happens in the draft, maybe we'll talk about that. Who knows? This show goes off the rails all the time. It already went off the rails. With all that being said, let's tap this keg. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee. So the whole league that we here now. New show with a new move. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. As always, the show is brought to you by PointsBet. PointsBet's got a ton of draft player props and everything that you can go and uh, put some money on. Uh, they got great points betting for individual players. I had a ton of bets lined up as I was about ready to sit in my seats last night, and then it rained, which sucked. But yes, points bet, go download it, go activate the app at the casino, use promo code PINWHEELS when you sign up, and you'll be good to go. All right. Tony's playing with lineups. He's having some fun. I, I actually, I, Zoe, and I told you, I pictured Tony Larusa writing a lineup with a with 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 a, a smirk, like a shit-eating grin on his face, and I pictured Dave Duncan like on like a like a really bad, poorly like shot FaceTime with him. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, I'm about to post a lineup. Get on Twitter." And and of course, <laughs> Dave Duncan gets on his burner account and relays what's going on on Twitter to Tony Larusa. Just because he enjoys the, the shit show that becomes Twitter every time he posts a lineup, he's going to probably sooner or later this year he's going to start Dallas Keuchel behind the plate, and he's just going to fucking freak <laughs> everybody out. I love it. I mean, he probably hints a fewer double plays. He might. Home. He might. He actually might. <laughs> um, Yas. Whoops. Sorry. Don't so, slander Yas. 
my big thing, I mean, I think he's putting a little bit too much emphasis in the righty-lefty matchups. Um, that was the reasoning for the Lurie Lamb in the lineup on Wednesday was because of the, you know, whatever, um, the righty-lefty stuff. But coming off a couple days off and having your rookie finally find his groove and then to sit him, that was a little questionable to me. Uh, as we're recording this on Thursday night, it's game one of the doubleheader, and Lamb has a nice hit, and so does Lurie. So it's, Start, started off the rally, and then Lurie had the big hit. Yep. So, I mean, <laughs> like you said, results-based analysis. I, I do have to I do have to uh, defend Larissa's. Uh, now, again, overall, I don't know about the uh, matchups that he's going with, but Casey Ma is terrible against lefties, and those two guys. Well, yeah, that's why they're the playing in this first game. And we had a little scare on the south side. Uh, Luis Robert on Monday night called the medical staff, told him he was feeling a little bit. Yeah, he's terrible against everybody. Um, he was feeling a little bit ill, flu-like symptoms. And in the day and age of the COVID. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Chuck Gorfine is not mad online. He's not mad online? No, but he definitely is. Uh, <laughs> who's he mad at? Okay, so he tweeted out 15 minutes ago. Obviously, it's after you know the Sox took the lead. Yeah, and they said I had questions about Mercedes, Robert, Magical, and Bendick, and Mendick all not playing Game One, uh, but the White Sox scored three runs thanks to Lamb, Vaughn, Collins, Hampton, and Garcia. And then we have someone who replied, "Carry that water, Chuck." Oh boy, that's <laughs> what that gets that, that gets his goat every time. And I get it, dude. I get why he'd be pissed at that. Yeah. And he responded, whatever, I thought the lineup sucked. Okay, want me to say that? I just did. Could have been better, but it worked out. I'm pointing that out. Carry that crap to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, though, it, it is, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If you, like, again, I've, I've noticed this too. People get upset. You know, I think there's a crowd. There's a there's a Tony Larusa. I fucking hate Tony Larusa crowd. So it doesn't matter. He could win the World Series, and they're going to be pissed off at how he celebrates. Probably taking a nap in the dugout is probably how he'll celebrate. But yeah. Or great. and then there's a group that's kind of like in the middle where they're like, you know what? You know, there's a logic based group, and then there's the you know blindly defending Tony Larusa. Now I kind of probably I lean defending managers just because of it, but I really like to try and like try and figure out what the hell he was thinking. Cause a lot of this time it's like, Oh, you try and like work it out in your head. Like what, what might he be thinking when he does that? Cause we're not obviously privy to, to the data that they have. And, 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 you know, like everyone was upset about Lou Bob, not playing, uh, you know, Luis Robert, Robert, not playing both games pissed off until an hour later, it comes out that he's not feeling a hundred percent. So he doesn't have the, the gas to do a doubleheader. So it's like, you know, everyone freaks out. And so like, there's that middle ground, I think where there's, there's some pretty good logic, but Holy hell. When you see some of the people like the, you know, I mean, there's a difference between complaining and criticism, and mm -hmm. we see a lot of both. I, you know, my timeline, I've muted, I've been muting my timeline a little bit more lately just because I'm tired of like, there's it is toxic. There's some toxicity, not all, but some all over the place. And I think that it starts, I'll be honest, and I'll, we'll maybe talk about this later. Chicago sports media is toxic, Chicago corporate sports media is toxic. They know that that sells more than anything, and they fan this flame. Was it Spiegel the other day or whatever that was just going off? on Tony La Russa and uh, it just, you know, you see these guys go on there and it sells because negativity draws eyes. And, you know, it's like, yeah. if it bleeds, it leads. Well, hold and on, hold on. Kai. I don't mean to butt in, but when the sports media space has become so saturated, like everybody's got a blog now, 
Every Everyone's asshole, got a podcast. Every asshole can have a podcast. podcast Case in point, you're looking at it. But in order to stand out, to get those oh-so-valuable clicks and oh-so-valuable eyeballs, I've been doing this for over 10 years now in one way or the other. You know, Although you've been here for a long time, Kev, you've been here a couple years now to yourself. The articles that get a bunch of clicks are the ones that create an emotion. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way to create emotion is just to say something to piss off one side of the fence. Cause everybody, cause you're going to get hate clicks. Hate clicks everybody. They learn from, 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 from skip. Yeah. They learn from skip. Skip has made a living, a Learned very from- good living on yeah. being a pol- taking literally contrary, contrarian, you know, sides on every argument right. just to, just to get people pissed. Like that's their job. It's the, that's the old shock jock thing kind of, you know, and I, when I was a sports writer, this is obviously as the internet was becoming more of a, of an issue, you know, more of a thing for journalism, mm-hmm. you know, it, you didn't have to worry about that stuff. People bought the newspaper every day. You didn't have to worry about clicks. So you wrote what you needed to write logically, yeah. objectively. Now, These if you are write objectively, people are taking a nap. They don't want to read your stuff. They want to get pissed off. They want to feel emotion. These and are I think the OGs. Anger. Chris Russo and Frances- yeah. Francesca. 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 They were the OGs of like the shock sports media guys mad dog you know what i mean but mm-hmm. oh chris russo so those, <laughs> that guy those are the people that mother mm-hmm. that's what they're doing so people grew up reading that and you know unfortunately because of that there's so many people that are just on twitter just standard general fans that think like this is how i should be criticizing sports and so we're seeing a lot of that spill out into Twitter where a lineup comes out and like people throw like fucking, they're like really upset. Yes. And like in in our comments right here, I hated Bernstein, but I listened every day. That's what, that's exactly what they want. It's also because you don't really, sometimes you don't have a choice sometimes too. Like if, if it's the, if it's the drive time show and you're on your way to work, right. You're going to find something. And and if that's the only thing you got, not everybody has. Listen to music. Yeah, or, or listen to the podcast now. Now you can just listen to us on the way to work every day, mm-hmm. and I promise we'll stay positive. You can listen to the same podcast though over and over again Monday through Friday. You'll have it memorized by Friday. But I'm just saying, like, so that's how people are like, and I'm gonna say this right now on the show. I need to be better. I see things and I get really pissed off really quick, and I go to Twitter and rifle off some tweets, and then like five minutes later, I'm like, I'm an asshole. <laughs> why did I tweet that? What am I doing? Like, why are you so upset? It's fucking baseball. Calm the fuck down. So, like, I have a new rule for myself. Like, before I hit send on a tweet, like, I stare at it for like two minutes. Like, is this really what you want to put out there in the world? I don't delete tweets. The only time I delete tweets is when people can't read and it starts getting blown up and like. But yeah, I have to, I have to admit, I delete tweets on Saturday mornings after I was really drunk the night before, and I'm like, Jesus, why did I write that? Because some of it's like just like nonsense, but. I do know that there are times where you, I'm hungry and I tweet. You never tweet angry. You never tweet hangry. Don't mm-hmm. tweet when you're hungry and hangry. And uh, in my case, <laughs> uh, sometimes I tweet and then I'll uh, smoke a little weed and I'll be like, oh, that was not smart. Yeah. Liam mm. Hendricks is in for the save right now for game one. By the way, did you guys see that ridiculous Carlos Rodon stat? Which so, I mean, we could talk about let's all, like all of them. He's, but like oh, he's, <laughs> all of them. So he gave up. So he gave up a run against the Tigers in Game One on Thursday, and the Tigers got two hits in the I think it was the fourth inning. His worst outing of the year. 
that the that was the first time in any of his starts that he's giving up two hits in an inning. <laughs> yeah, he's got. And he gave up a jack on a ball that was like. Right now, I'm just trying to have Kyle Hendricks not give up two home runs in an inning. Like Rodon's out here just not giving up. So if this, if this all finishes the way that it should, he's going to be four zero. He has a point four seven ERA. Point zero point four seven ERA. Oh, it, I have bad news for you, though. It went up. Oh, it did. Oh, this no. is an updated. <laughs> it went up all the way to zero point seven two. God damn it! He just gave up a home run. Did he just blow my bat? No, 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 no. He's was, out. That was that, before the game. So that just doesn't oh. have. That doesn't have today's game. Yeah. In it. So yeah, uh, his his six innings and one run got that ERA all the way up to zero point seven. So on Thursday in game <laughs> one, he came out, pitched six innings of work, gave up two hits, one run, twelve strikeouts. Oof. Twelve, and he's doing it in like five different fashions. He's not just heavy on one pitch. Carlos Rodon is feeling himself, and he should be because dude looks very, very, very good right now. Dude, dude he's feeling himself? You say dude. so many innuendo things when you talk about baseball that I let go. You cannot jump on me for feeling himself. Come on. <laughs> <Strap it> on. <laughs> yeah. Like he's taking the step that like we all thought we were going to see Cease take right away. Exactly. Like, I was like going to say my bold prediction, I was off by one pitcher because, <laughs> dude, he he's just he looks so good. He just it looks so good, and I'm gonna actually pull up Savant to pull up his. Uh, you know, and he's pounding right now, dude. He's locating. It looks like uh, he's throwing. It's a 96 mile an hour fastball in the outside corner too. He's hitting 99 in the sixth inning today. No, I'm talking about. Sorry, I'm talking about Liam Hendricks right now. Hendricks oh, is. But I'm saying, um, but yeah, I think he had. I think I saw he had 23 whiffs uh, in those six innings. Really is, a lot of missed barrels. <laughs> the thing that's Rodon's doing though is he's getting stronger as games go on. Like in his uh in his no hitter, he was hitting his highest velo in the ninth inning. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it again today. Like he's just unbelievable. I I don't know. That's like, that's a good thing. Well, you know, and he was his his last start, that letdown start between a no hitter is always that like danger start. And he wasn't super sharp after right. And then today, you see the bounce back, dude. He came back and he's comfortable and he's he's been able to process the no hitter and he doesn't have to worry about. Now he goes out and just works again. You know, I don't. He's not going to throw a no hitter every time, so he's going to go out there and do really well. And now the Sox are one out away from getting game one and and have, and, and as Alex said, the cease turnaround begins tonight. I mean, it helps when you when you're facing like one of the worst offenses, the worst offensive. <laughs> Right, but I mean, they beat the White Sox on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That game, well, was a, that game was well, a joke. Well, that this was, was this a, was this was, was lineup for the Sox. Joke. So they're in a position to win with their shit lineup. That game was an absolute joke on Tuesday. That was but everything up Detroit and down. Had, that was bad. Detroit had, they, they should have just played the fucking Benny Hill theme on the loudspeaker <laughs> for the entire game. Five think, errors from Detroit. White like the Sox first four innings. Yeah, White Sox <laughs> still lose and. Can we talk about double plays? Uh, can we? Can we, we talk can. about double plays? So we talk about double plays. So many double plays. So many I don't know plays. what's up with Yasmani Grandal. He's not a bad baseball player. You, whoever, there's a couple people that keep tweeting that. You look dumb. He's not no. bad. He's just not doing well right now. But well, to you know, say like things, a, what you're you're seeing the beginning of what you get with an aging catcher. That's true, but <laughs> he can't get the he can't get the ball Once off the ground. Away. 
You know, he's like, he's, str- I think, uh, who was it? I think it was Josh Nelson who tweeted uh, tweet out his numbers against fastballs. Oh, I think that was also, Josh. Uh, I think, I think, I think it was Penals who, uh, he tweeted out that, you know, Grindel's P- kind of just been an average framer. Sox just won, I think. Pay me, Station Casinos. Thank you for that plus four twenty four ten dollar. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean Grandall, uh, and I think, and, and I think it's not just him. I, uh, I think the, Benetti mentioned it on the broadcast, and, and I think people have written about it. Uh, the Sox have like they lead the league in ground ball percentage. Yeah, uh, Beef Loaf uh, from the one away did a fantastic article about it. But yes, the White Sox, and it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Like the White Sox it's are like, number one with fifty-three percent. Yeah. yeah, they they are not getting, and that's the White Sox W in Game One. Sorry, my feet is a little slow, but Rodon with the six inning strong. Hendricks comes in and gets the save. So all you little crybabies, hey, we pay him fifty-five million. Why doesn't he strike everyone out? Yeah, dude. I like I like that games. voice by the way, though. I really like that. I like I like that voice. I wish you could tweet in that voice. Like if you had like a font. I wish I could. I think that you can now. You can do voice tweets. That's, that's true. Right. I'm just that's gonna tr- I'm gonna troll the shit out of Ken Wu and just keep replying to his tweets like that. Well, if he'll take a break from shitting on, if, if he takes a break on shitting on Rick Giolito for a second, yeah, hey, that's not cool. Rick's a jet- friend of the, yeah, no we like Rick. Rick's our that's guy. He'll die on there, Ken. Ken Wu o- Weasley from. Uh, sorry, I made a little Ken. He was like Ron Weasley for me. I made it, uh, a, fa- a reface with him, and now he's Ken Wu o- Weasley. <laughs> oh, this is what's good about doing these shows live when there's a game going on. Shout out to my guy, Herb Lawrence. I know you're probably not watching, but you listen on Friday mornings. One, he beat my ass in MLB the show, and it was the funniest game I've ever played. So it was worse than the Tuesday night Tiger Sox game. So many base running errors. And then all of a sudden, all of our outfielders just had cannons. But two, after the White Sox won game one, he just tweeted out, in all caps, what a masterclass by Tony Larusa! He managed the shit out of that game to get the White Sox to win. Hashtag managing. That that is one thing I have to say about Herb. He I remember since like the first time I ever he's heard him. Never loved me. He's no, never loved. He's 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 always been on the managers do not matter list. So this yes. isn't anything new, and I love it. He's always stuck by it. Doesn't matter who it was. Doesn't matter when the Cubs were winning with Joe Madden. It didn't matter last year with Ricky Renneria. It didn't matter with Larusa. He's always been on that line. Managers do not matter. That's managers always, managers yep. account for maybe one or two wins over the course of 162 games. Maybe. Maybe. They do not matter. No. And you know what? You want to call, you know, again, you cry about the, you want to cry about LaRusa not pulling Giolito early. How about we cry about having five hits and five, getting five errors from the Tigers and having two runs? You score in those situations. Those, ten, those are 10, 10 freebies right there, and you get two runs. That game would have been over. Giolito would have been pulled early because they would have had a big enough lead that he was like, I'm just going to rest Giolito. No, it's everything again. It's just it's it's one thing and one thing another. It just it again. You can't you can't get caught up again. It's, you know, I joke about the results based you know analysis. It, you can't look at the results if the number you play blackjack, right? If anybody's played blackjack, yep. You have a you you know you, the the dealer has a six, right? Face you know in in the odds you have a you know you have a twenty. The dealer has a six. Do you hit? No, you stand right. Just because you have the odds in your favor doesn't mean the dealer's not going to get a five and a ten, and all of a sudden you're going to lose. You play the best percentages you possibly can, and not, it does again. If it's a sixty percent chance of winning, that means you have a forty percent chance of not winning. Like people, sixty percent is success, right? You know, I mean, in baseball, it's thirty percent is success as an offensive player. But as a manager, you play the percentages and you go out there, and people don't see. You know, it. I'm sorry, and no offense to everybody that I know. I love fan graphs. I love baseball savant. These teams aren't using baseball savant in the dugout 
to make decisions. They have their own analytic system. They should. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes they should probably listen to Zoe is what they should do. Like, I Zoe analytics. Zoe analytics is very important. No, I, that that area is spoken for in White Sox Twitter. But, um, <laughs> dude, so lineups are one thing. The Giolito thing, like, I don't know. I think people are too much up his ass about that. Like you said, don't hit into 25 double plays, and that's not even an issue. Um, I always feel like um, pitching changes is like uh, – Pitching coach. Uh, no, I mean – I mean, if we're going to use a Kevin line, like if we're just like shifting the blame onto someone else, right. you're making an excuse for Tony Larusa. That was Tony Larusa. He's the manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he takes he's the blame. Paid. He wears he's the blame paid. and passes the buck. You, you take yeah, the blame no, as he, a loss. He's like paid for the, to realize. The but no, what I was going to say is like it, it reminds me a lot of like uh, uh, like field goal kickers, or I mean kickers in the NFL, because mm-hmm. you know at the end of the at the end of the game, it's like uh, you know a guy makes the kick. He's like, hell yeah, kicker make came in clutch, won the game for yeah. us. Uh, kicker misses it. He's like, "Oh fuck, Cody Parkey, he missed it." But it's like there was like the rest of the game, right? Mm-hmm. That also, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's I, not just one. I, I obviously get the ball on the two, and you didn't punch it in. You had to settle for a field goal, like you know, like it's just... later in the game, and uh, you know things get more magnified. But but like you said, Kevin, it was, it's like more, more than more than like one thing can be true. Like yeah, the Sox like definitely they had all those blown opportunities. Grandel ground into a couple double plays. There was a I think a third double play. Uh, obviously, they couldn't the capitalize. Too. There were four double plays up, in the first five innings, wasn't and they're there? only up two to one. So yeah, like yeah, they should have scored more. When you're facing a bad team, you got to step on their throats. But also, you gotta you gotta see when you guys just doesn't have it anymore. And this right, is right. the thing. This is the thing. This is what I love about Larusa, by the way, because look, it could have been very you know some some coaches will some managers do do this. Here's the thing: pitching coaches, especially in this case, Katz, who's known Giolito since he was 14 years old. The pitching coach's job is to say, "Coach, he's he's done. Like you could, your your job is literally to do one thing: watch your guy on the bump and make sure your dudes in the pen are ready to go. And that's what your bullpen coach is paid to do: is make sure the guys in the pen are ready. Your job as a pitching coach is to know when this guy's gassed. And Cats went out there, even talked to Giolito in the inning, and still walked on back. Now, I can tell you this, man: you've seen a guy enough. You know when they're gassed, and you know where they're not. So somewhere along the line, there was a disconnect. Yes, Tony LaRusso makes the final decision, but what the hell is a pitching coach's job other than to say, hey, my guy is done, okay? Tony, you have to manage the entire scope of the game. My guy's done. That's his job is to tell him that. So I can almost guarantee you that at some point in there, there was a lapse with Katz as well, and Katz has some blame in it, but Tony is not going to let his coach take the blame. Right. He's going to go out there. He's going to be Kevlar for them. He's a Kevlar. Every time there's a fuck up, if his third base coach makes a mistake, if his, if his, if his pitching coach makes a mistake, if anybody makes a mistake – He's going to wear that blame himself because that's what good managers do. And then when someone does the job, when 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 Carlos Rodon threw well or when Lucas Giolito has been pitching well, Katz gets all the credit. No one's going, great job, Tony LaRussa. They're going, great jobs, Katz. But when there's a pitching mistake, when there's a pitching lapse in judgment, Tony LaRussa is at fault. And Tony wears that blame. And so, and maybe, you, you know what? Matty Mitch, you're right. He probably is scared shitless of Tony. I'm scared shitless of Tony LaRussa. I, I would dump my pants if he looked at me with those, those non-Uber-taking eyes. I would be terrified yeah <laughs> so here's my thing on tony i'm not talking about lineups i'm not talking about leaving a pitcher in too long there's other things that are getting pointed out uh jim margolis at Sox machine did a really really good article about this there's other things that tony is starting to show that makes me more nervous about 
not his managerial skills or his baseball knowledge, but just him as a human being. He's 76 years old. Mm-hmm. He's lived a pretty good life, pretty rough <laughs> life, but drank a lot. Yeah. Obviously. On the road a lot, drank a lot. He's like, baking every morning, but like not knowing how many outs there was in a key situation. I mean, I know that happens every once in a while, but like he said, he didn't have a clue, dude. And if you look at Tony at the end of some of these games, Homeboy looks fucking wiped, dude. Like <laughs> it's a long like, time frame. Really, 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 really tired. Like <laughs> someone needs to bring him like a fifth inning sandwich or something. We're twenty some games into this season, and I know the rumor is that he signed a three. I don't see him being the manager. Of this I team think. I mean, I think. He's I think it's a one and done. Twenty four yeah. years more. He's got twenty four more years as a White Sox manager. Eat bacon, smoke smoking heaters every day, Bro, drinking a, a, a fifth of whiskey for breakfast. He'll live to be one hundred and seven. He does not it's, look good. Dude. He's going to be the Jamie Moyer of coaches. <laughs> I think it's going to be one and done. I don't think so. I think he's going to be back for two. I think he's going to give it two. I think he's going to have. I think they'll either win a World Series this year, or get close, because again by by September, White Sox fans are going to be uh, sucking on a. Uh, Rex Ryan pulling a Rex Ryan and sucking on Tony LaRusso's toes. That's my prediction. <laughs> I think they're going to take the lead by May 2nd in the division, May 3rd, and I don't think they're going to let go of the division the rest of the season. So at that point, I mean, they're going to be 14 and 10 after today. Yeah. I mean, I'm you really, like I said, I, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about baseball stuff. I'm no, talking no, no, about no. him as a human being. <laughs> no. Dude, He's he going to be t- like, shit. Guys, have I you love- not seen Weekend at Bernie's? My God. Yeah, Jonathan yeah. Albertson. Silverman and, and, and yeah. oh god, Kevin is it McCarthy? Andrew McCarthy, one of the McCarthy brothers that are not you know irrelevant now. Yeah, she's gonna put like oh okay. Hey, look, Tony, they got like a string. Tony, Tony said to pull the pitcher. He's going for a righty, and they're just pulling a string. All right, the so string the, the, the White Sox are currently putting oh. out minor league assignments right now. Burger to start. Uh, yeah. Hey, good for you, dude. Jake Burger is gonna start the year in Charlotte. That's a fucking great story, man. Oh yeah, from where he was just like yeah. a year and a half ago, dude. And then, but the other one is Young Cespedes, the big uh, Cuban. Yoelki. Off, I didn't even try. Uh, <laughs> off season, off season sighting. He's going to start in Birmingham, which is actually a lot higher than a lot of people expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people thought he was going to start high A. So for him to start out double A, interesting. Burger being in Charlotte, Matty Mitch, one hundred percent. We can absolutely. Especially if they keep getting these bullshit double headers, Burger can definitely. We might be able to see him on the south side sooner or later. I mean, I'm just very, very happy for him, dude. Holy shit, that's awesome. I hate, I hate to interrupt you. I just watched John Smoltz. Well, now I'm currently watching well, still, now, but I just watched John Smoltz give uh, hitting. Uh, he's giving hitting philosophy right now, and then now he's like actually talking about leading off at first. I, I can't read the audio, so maybe he's talking about what he looks at as a pitcher. No, no, he's talking about Okuna. Uh, Acuna running. Okay, so yeah, we got we got we got John Smoltz getting base running advice around the MLB network right now, which is he's been pretty brutal too. A lot of these old guys. Um, it's different but, when you're talking than compared to just doing it. He knows what he would do physically, but sometimes verbalizing it is just not the same. He used to be really good. It just it seems like he's kind of checked out too. But uh, Sheets is going to go to Charlotte. Alex, I I've told you in person, but I appreciate you. Keep putting them big names that people care about in the chat please sheets and charlotte that's good for him too and and jack with the big news here is that he ordered some celebratory chinese food for delivery (laughs) by the way podcast night for me thursday nights is thai food night so i i'm with you there jack good boy uh 
But Chiefs will still rake in Charlie. But I guess, yeah, that's all I mean I really have on him, on La Russa. It's, it is what it is. People, he could put out a lineup of all all-stars from the last 15 years, and people would still be like, this is bullshit. Yep. It's just like Overall, you said. Though, so, uh, it's not terrible. Uh, do you think like Tony LaRusso gives you shit? Like that's the no. funny part is everybody's tweet like a he's never gonna read it. So everyone's like you know everyone that like tweets like that's why I'm Tony. It's like, uh, but, like all right. So like we keep like saying this and like but, like so like who like who cares then though? Yeah, well that's you're, what I'm saying. You're <laughs> the cloud. Like like why do you care so much, Kevin? I just uh, you know maybe I don't know because I've, I've fallen in love with White Sox Twitter up until the season started and now I still am like, in love with so, White Sox Twitter. Are, but are, oh my but, god, like, it's <laughs> toxic. Sometimes. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah, like because they're they're gonna have a really good team, and like any anything negative, the Cubs fans were freaking out in 2016 when they finished the first half five and fifteen. They thought the season was over. I'm like, trying to live vicariously to the White Sox right now. Why you're like, oh my god, my pristine White Sox Twitter is uh, fighting Aldo. Aldo. against each other. I need White Sox. I need the White Sox to do well because. There's shit right now. Need to live vicariously through White Sox fans that I give a shit about and care but about. Like, because what I'm saying is, this is oh, Matt Duffy's batting third, which is fine. He actually is pretty good right now. Well, well that's that's the scary part. Matt Duffy's yeah. batting third, and it's kind of justifiable. It is justifiable. <laughs> Jake Lamb. Here's some more White Sox. Uh, Lambert, Rutherford, Gonzalez, and Savi Zavala are going to start in Charlotte. The trio of high school pitchers are in Kannapolis. That's awesome. Um, I love Yumper Scream, but his icon, his picture. Here's uh, here's the reason why everybody could just take a nice fucking deep breath. We still got one more game against Detroit tonight. When we are two after the win, we're two games back of Kansas City. Facing a lefty, facing a lefty, we're two games back from Kansas City. But the thing is, we have the third best. The White Sox have the third best run differential in the American League. Houston has the Houston has the best. They're in fourth place. Holy shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oakland is 16 and 10 with a negative three matter run differential. Yeah, because they can't matter, their a ass matter of time. Houston the first week. Yep. It's a matter oh. of time. These teams that are doing it well, sooner or later, the numbers will fall into place over the course of 162 games. I love that the Royals are in first. I love that the Pirates are playing well. The only team of these early, like, kind of sneakies, I, I actually think the Giants might be pretty legit. But that's it. The Royals will fall off. The Pirates are going to oh, fall yeah. off. They have mm-hmm. the Pirates right now have the best bullpen in baseball, which sucks for chasing because I was Lights ready to take a out. dump all over the Pirates bullpen. And really, there's, I mean, I can't, compl- I can't really complain. Yeah, they've been really good. So, uh, you know, you got the Dodgers. The Dodgers should have like 25 wins by now, right? I mean, the Padres are, what, 12 and 10 or like you've got these teams that are just struggling out of the gate, but the, you know how superior they are. And the law of averages tell you that over time, especially 160, not 162, not just 60. These teams, the cream's going to rise at the top eventually. Like again, that's why I think that you know, freaking out in April, you can lose, you can you can lose a postseason berth early in the season, just like you can lose a game early in the ball game. But you can't mm-hmm. really win anything in April. You can lose it, but you can't win it. And so I yeah, think everyone said that. Take, I think people need to just take a step back from the ledge a little bit and just again. I talked to a buddy today at school, and he's a big Sox fan, and he comes in and he's and I was like, he was he's happy. He's like. I'm like, you must not be on Twitter. He must not have Twitter. I'm like, you must not be on Twitter. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I know better than that. And you know, he's my age. And so, but he's like, look, he goes, we're in a window right now. He goes, why should I be pissed off right now? We're starting what is going to be considered, especially considering the, you know, the, the, the almost the decades that go between good Sox, like really good Sox teams. Mm-hmm. He's like, we're in a window right now. This is going to be the golden age of White Sox baseball. The last time we saw a White Sox team, like, consistently good every year, you know, they threw the World Series. <laughs> so uh, it's been a while. 
Like when you've had a consecutively good squad that's going to stick around well, for a bit. 06 so was good. 06 had 95 wins, but they just ran into a fucking buzzsaw that year. That was 06. it. That was two years, right? Yep. Like at least for Cubs, we had like 03 and then we had like six years and then, or you know, four or five years and then 09 and whatever, you know, and then we had a little bit, we knew we were rebuilding and then you get back to a 2015. So it's almost been like five years in between. The White Sox have been 10 years since they've been anywhere close to remotely good. 10 years since a 500 season, right? Mm-hmm. Other, I mean, other than last year, which is a 60-game season. That's a lot of PTSD to really purge out. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a whole season to get used to like it not being the other shoe's not going to drop. You, know, you don't have to wait for the other shoe to drop. You don't have to wait for the sky to fall. Mm-hmm. It's not going to fall. But you, it's fallen so often that White Sox fans have to... It takes a while. You have to almost unlearn what you have learned over the last decade or even longer to get there, to enjoy it. And I just, I look forward to a day when, again, you enjoy it. Cubs fans went from optimistic 2015, amazing. You know, they were upset a little bit in 2016. I don't remember much toxicity, but I was more positive. But then 2017 was horrible. And I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes White Sox Twitter goes from 2015, which was last year, skipping over the World Series win and straight to 2017. Don't enjoy it. It's going to be fun. You know, over the course yep. of time, you're going to miss a window. Right. You're going to miss the chance I'm to enjoy it. done telling people what, how to be a fan that's like one of my big i'll never i don't like that like if you want to be fucking miserable whatever floats your fucking boat man you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i've had a lot of like with the whole thinking about tweeting and like all this other stuff like i've had gotten some shitty news in the last like two weeks and like i was really fucking pissed when i got rained out on tuesday and like it made me just think about la russa for that too man I was just thinking about a bunch of stuff and I'm just like, what am I doing, dude? Why am I getting people are so fucking miserable over a goddamn baseball that you have no control over? Like, yes, be a fan, be like all into it. But I guess, like I said, if that's your bag, dude, knock yourself out. But uh, well, who's starting for the Cubs tonight on the bump? I forget. Alzalai, right? Alzalai. Mm-hmm. Alzalai. Uh, the other one, real quick with the White Sox minor, because this is kind of a big one. Fucking Micker Adolfo is starting in Birmingham. Come on, Is, dude. Isn't he like 25 already? Or how dude, he? he's been in the White Sox system for 52 years. <laughs> it's just... Oh, okay, no, he's 20. He's 24. Okay, he's 24. Yeah. It's just unreal, dude. But um, the other thing I wanted to touch on real quick, because he, he played really good in game one of this doubleheader. Someone taught Zach Collins how to frame, and he's actually becoming a pretty damn serviceable catcher. Like, his frame rate has gotten a lot better. He's ripping doubles now. Like, I had my doubts on him, and as I say a thousand times on the show, I'll wear it when I'm wrong on a guy. Collins is making me eat it right now. Like, he's looking pretty damn good. It says here, Collins has been one of the worst framers in the league. <laughs> according, until, to today, according to, well, prior to today's game. Right. It's like the he he started out the season really bad at it. But it's the last like two or three games. It's not enough to like get him off yeah. out of the basement. But you can notice it the last two or three games. I don't know if he's working with Grandal, why he hasn't been doing that this whole time. You have like the best framer as the guy in front of you. Like, why wouldn't you just be like, yo, dude, can you teach me how to do that sometime? You know, you know what you could do? You could DH for Grandal and let the pitcher swing it for themselves. No. <laughs> Um, Grandal's where you know what I'm gonna say this. No, look, look. No. and Grandal, look, everyone's like on down, and he's struggling early. Like, and, and again, Tony Larusa, like with the bunt, and everything, he's reading the current state of things. He sees what Grandal is doing, but I'm gonna tell you right now, Grandal is gonna figure it out. Like, 
Yas will figure it out over the course of time. Like I, 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 I joke around about the catcher's interference. He had a really bad start. He came out of the gate and tripped over his own dick. It's fine. It happens. You trip over your shoelaces, you move on. But over the course of the season, dude's a professional. The dude's going to figure it out again. Over time, he goes out there, and gets it done. So like the White Sox catching core, mm-hmm. I think is very solid. I think you've got a really good depth there, but I think that Yas is going to eventually get hot. Like hot, uh, people are gonna be like, Ooh. I'm not gonna say who tweeted this because I I don't want to talk about him. But this is the kind of stupid shit that I'm talking about. I'm really hoping this is a joke, but the fact that I'm not sure kind of dictates on the way that you present <laughs> yourself. Take that extension money you were gonna give Giolito and give it to Rodon. Mmm. <laughs> we went there. I mean, Rodon's really good. By the way, according to baseball perspectives, this was before today's game. Zach Collins, 57th out of 67 catchers in frame, mm-hmm. framing. One spot ahead of James McCann. Breaking moves. Moves? Is this a cow thing? Breaking moves. Tony mm-hmm. LaRusso says, Larry Garcia will start in right field for game two. He said Garcia is a strong player once he gets going, so hopefully today we'll get him going. LaRusso felt he was pressing early in the season, which there you go. he is a streaky player. I so Larry got a big hit today too, right? So yeah, that's why he's saying. Yeah. But I, think, gonna, I think Larry has some photos the, of, of Tony LaRusso. The thing that pisses me off about him <laughs> saying that is obviously Vaughn's the same way, and Vaughn was just getting going, and you benched him for Larry. Got to make him earn it. Yep. He was That's earning it. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, 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 you have to make him uncomfortable. Yep. You have to make him earn it. You have yep. to do all this bullshit. It doesn't really matter. And Carry the pack not pack. put your best lineup. <laughs> and then the other thing Cause, I was cause if he could survive this season, he could survive an easy season. It's just going to make everything seem that much easier for poor Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. And like Alex said, Eaton has a minus 40 WRC plus Ooh. versus lefties. Yeah. I mean, somebody yeah. asked to start, right? Because you, you still don't have angle back. So. so, does everybody still hate Eaton? Like, I'll be honest. Like, because the dude has, he's like seventh in the league in RBI. I'll tell you what exactly. I tweeted this and I'll say it right now. I'm not trying to drink 30 delicious bush lights with the guy, but he's getting fucking RBIs from my favorite team. So, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Rizzo. Oh, nice catch. Damn it, Cunha. That's his dog. It's the get Cubs game isn't on right now. Oh. <laughs> I thought no, your dog just caught was, a ball at the base of the fence. I thought, I thought your dog's name was Rizzo. The way you were looking. <laughs> no, 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 no. My dog's name is Kerouac, um, but my next dog will be named uh, Chaffee. Chaffee. Um, okay, there you go. I got another like from Chaffee this week, by the way. So yeah. week, I peaked on yeah. Tuesday. But yeah, it's our turn. There you go. He's your turn. That's my thing with Adam Eaton. Like, I'm not going to go out and. Rip 30 delicious bush lights with them. I'm going to keep saying bush lights till they sponsor us. Bush <laughs> lights with them. But, but what if you said the champagne of beers? I'm just saying, like, he's producing, dude. He's doing exactly. So all you can ask when you bring a player like him in is that he, you put an expectation for him, and then you just hope that he can reach that. The White Sox brought Adam Eaton in to play – Somewhat flawless defense in right field, like be a good, def- a plus defender in right field, and to hit right-handed pitching extremely well. Mm-hmm. And so far, so good. So, so far, good. that's what he's done. And he's always been that guy that's going to take the extra base. He's always been that guy that he's grit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always been. But the the wrench kind of the, an asshole, which is fine. You want wrench, a, you want a half a prick, like it's fine. The wrench in the plan though was the other Adam getting hurt. 
because mm. it was supposed to be a platoon out there. And apparently, if you play white outfield for the White Sox right now, you're going to get hurt or sick or one thing or the other. Something's going to happen sooner or later to you. Just don't die. That's the White Sox new motto for the outfield. Here's my um, question, though. Do you think that the fact that uh, Ozuna was available for at least a second, even though there's no way someone's gonna, the White Sox were going to be able to pay that, do you feel like that like is almost like for some people like that that I could it what could have been kind of thing? So Eaton gets like a, a raw deal because everyone thinks that he could have gotten they no, could have gotten think Ozuna. Eaton and, gets a raw deal because of his fucking mouth. And yeah, well, because what happened? How he left? Yeah, right? He left he on left. bad. Yeah, no, I don't feel any sorrow or oh poor Eaton or any of that shit. Mm-hmm. No, you did it. You made your bed, motherfucker. So you that's why. Cap, though the dude isn't bitched about it. He just goes out there and works. He I, hasn't been like. He hasn't been like. I'm so sorry for it. He's like, hate me. Fine. I'll I just give go, him, I'm yeah. go hit. I'll earn it. I give, I give it credit. And when you know, if in the end of October, if he's holding up a fucking World Series trophy and second on his team in RBIs, no one's gonna say a goddamn thing again. He'll be suckling off his teeth. No, I'm not. I'm just gonna be like, hey, good job. Thanks. I'm gonna go Harry. talk to a lot of other people. <laughs> I'm gonna go enjoy these delicious bush lights with Luis Robert, not you. But um, he will have a pizza. Bring Domino's. So the the lineup for game two: Anderson, Luis Robert, Mancana, Abreu, Mercedes Grandal, Vaughn Garcia, Madrigal, Cease. They're giving Cease the full fucking force <laughs> against the Tigers. Against a lefty who against actually the Tigers, Boyd's against been the good. Boyd has been good. White Sox. I mean, light Boyd up. White Sox. Whatever, yeah, whatever that whatever that number is, better. White Sox light boyed up. It's like it was, yeah. Does he look so, like Phil Mickelson to you? By the way, I'm just looking at his picture right now. Matthew ooh, Boyd looks like Phil I gotta Mickelson. look him up. What a what a what a piece of hitting by Matt Duffy right there. Matt Duffy is oh the hottest hitter on the Cubs. Shortened up his contact rate. By the way, is fan- we talked about like not nice, having I, three outcome guys something? like back to back to back to back. You don't I know who to, Matt Duffy. Is? I need to admit something. I don't know who Matt Duffy. Is. He, Matt Duffy is legitimately a contact guy, and so Do they you know, put him in the three hole. So, and he just hit a weak ground ball through the right side because the second baseman for the Atlanta was pushed up the middle. He hits a, he barely gets it by the second baseman. He might have been able to leave his feet and maybe field it, but Albies I don't even didn't know what it. position he plays. He's I think Matt Duffy was like top three rookie of the year, 2015. Yeah, he was part right. of the KB, Jock, KB, and Duffy. He was taken in the 18th round, number pick number 568 overall by the San Francisco Giants in 2012. I'm going to put Here the go. can, we get it, can we get another live I'm gonna Chris Bryant p- home run? Putting the oh, mute no, on God. as KB I, hits. I will not yell, you. I promise. <laughs> if he hits one in the air, I'll just immediately hit mute. My fucking but, eardrums can't take it. I am so tempted hey. to live screen it. But Guys, I blew a blood vessel in my eye when KB hit that ground ball. I have a blood vessel in my left eye now that has like a little, you know, like the little bloody thing you get like right next to your pupil. Uh, got one of those. My girlfriend's like, oh, what's wrong with your eye? I'm like, I think I might have had a stroke when KB I hit I can't the watch the Cubs game. I can watch the the Dodgers Brewers game, but right. I can't watch the Cubs game, which is blacked out here. The Dodgers Brewers game is blacked out here. So right now I think I'm oh, way yeah. ahead Jeez of heaven. Suck it. But it's a one, two count. Chris Bryant right now. I got a one, one count. So, so for everyone tuning in on Friday to hear yeah, this, this Thursday is, night, yeah. this is good <laughs> podcasting, but I want to go back to the white Sox lineup for game two. Wait, read I, it again. So I'm sorry. I it's, it's the, it's the lineup you'd want. It's Anderson. They have two left fielders, right? Anderson, Robert, Mancata, Abreu, Mercedes, Grandal, Vaughn, Garcia, Madrigal. I mean, you, sub- it. Are we, uh, you, you substitute Garcia for Adam Eaton when he or Adam Engel when he comes back against the lefty, but that's that's your lineup. But yep. what I like about this is this is Tony trying to get Cease on track. You know what I'm saying? Like this is him being like. Don't, don't see, again. The Tigers have, I think, for as bad as we've seen the Cubs be, 
hit away from the, the ship. Tigers, too. the Tigers have like the worst offense in baseball, I think. So like there is no excuse for Dylan Cease. And Dylan Cease has like owned the Tigers, hasn't he? Oh, like in God. his career. Bless America. The Great piece of hitting by KB to shorten up and hit a little. The start of tonight's second game will be delayed due to a storm oh, no. approaching from the northwest. We do expect to get this game in this evening. Mm. Okay. Well, so at least nobody got loose. Hey, tweet that out. Although, tweet it out. Just be like, hey, you can't watch the Sox game, so talk, come talk Listen with us. us. Mm-hmm. That was hey, – so I am going to say this because, I mean, if you were – so on Thursday night, this is Friday, for those of you that are in the time machine, mm-hmm. Chris Bryant – they're shifting, obviously, for pull. He does roll over a lot, left side. He's got a first and third situation, one out. KB shortens his swing up, hits a fister where there's nobody at, and really it's the four hole, the four hole. Base hit, drives in a run. Look at that, a shorten up. And now we've got Javi Baez in a situation where he's. this is where he's supposed to come out of his shoes. This is where Javi can swing Well, I'll tell you one hard. thing. He doesn't strike out, so there's that. Okay. Well, this is this is a situation. Oh, he's gonna roll into a double play, Galdo. Come on. No, he doesn't. Nope. I would have said. Oh, good. Uh, I would say I would. I wish he would have struck out. Oh, he just did a fielder's choice because he got down the line. Oh, he did roll on a double play. No, he beat it out. Okay, but that was the situation where he should come out of his shoes. I like when he again. You score a run with a guy on third, and then you take that big old like I'm gonna try and hit the ball out of, in, into the middle. Holy shit, Chris! Uh, that was an aggressive slide by KB. Don't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting hurt. You're the so, only good thing about the dude, He finally killed that stupid face, the head first slide. That's a good slide. Can he just, he just Robert that? Luis Robert does that still. The stupid head yeah, first Kevin slide. Kevin slide is dangerous, man. Luis Robert had not to slide head first. If you have to wear a mitten to slide, the, dude, the maybe you like, shouldn't slide that way. The mitten is like, like a the common new, thing now. I know. New hot, all right. Here's another good thing about this is why they need to get this game in. From our stat checker, Alex, Dylan Cease is 5-0 and with a 2.86 ERA and five yeah. starts against Detroit. Cease is the first Sox pitcher to win each of his first five-plus career starts versus one appointment since Mark Burley just gave Texas the old Wait. no lube. But yeah, is, the giant? Like, is the Giant with us? The Tigers. Yeah. That's the Giant with us. We got the Giant yeah, with us? Jeff the Giant. Hey, That's Jeff. My guy, hey, dude. buddy. That's my guy. Um, sorry, I just noticed that. I'm sorry. I just wanted to give him a shout-out. I love that. But this is like... So they need to play this game tonight because this is the type of shit like get They're Dylan on the mound. Get Dylan on the mound versus a team that he normally dominates. Put your best nine behind him Balk. and just Oh, we got a Bach offense. Bach. Hey, don't be stealing the White Sox. Shit. Shit himself. I hey, am by the way, that you guys conspiracy theory on White Sox Twitter started. I think it might have been uh, Bennett, but when you started like the hashtag like wild pitch offense or hashtag whatever, that was pretty I cool. saw it. Hey. For the first time from Beef Loaf. I'm not sure oh, okay. where else it came in. Conspiracy theory. Love it, love it. The White Sox are delaying the game so that the Bears can get all the pub when they trade up in the draft to get a quarterback. Which I bet at plus 500 odds for the for the Bears to draft a quarterback. Please do it. Give me some money. I need it from the teacher. Uh, that was a well, that was a box. He looked oh, like he got a shoelace. That's a off. perfect segue. Speaking of, give us money because we're poor. Oh, we have t-shirts out there. Yeah, oh, <laughs> go go buy t-shirts. Mm. Yeah, we can get that. Um, go buy t-shirts. <laughs> but there's got, some good stuff on there. We got tank yeah. tops. We've got sweatshirts now. Mugs. The mugs are hoodies. good. I mean, I, our, our resident Yumper, you changed your your, your icon again. Um, no, he's Yumper bought some. Place. Yumper bought some uh, some some swag the other day. Yep. So we got, we got, we got, yeah. I, have I mean, 
We got baby onesies. We got hoodies. We got ringer tees, regular tees, tank top. Women's what do you? Tees. What do you, as listeners, want us to make? What could we Mugs. make? Do you you want, like? I mean, this is our first line of shirts. Yeah, that's a good point, Kevin. This is our first sex line dolls. of shirts with uh, <laughs> Zoe sex dolls would be. Get awkward. your pinwheels uh, and ivy. It reminds me of Dennis from It's Always Sunny when Mac has the Dennis doll. <laughs> a little creepy. Dennis. What if we made a? What if we made a, like a Tony Larusa punching bag for all the White Sox fans? Mm. But that would like, like a lineup, the, a, a lineup stress ball, whatever. Except it's Tony Larusa's head. Back to the t-shirts. <laughs> so the the <laughs> first the, here? the first the line that we came out with, obviously, it's just our logo. We have an awesome logo. I love our logo. Uh, stickers, you can get stickers in the store. You can get stickers of our logo, Dan. Here's a um, question. Would you buy a shirt that has Zoe as the Pope with a Father mm-hmm. Zoe Pinwheels and Ivy shirt? No. I would wear uh, that to no, church. That's a, no. <laughs> um, Wait, let's see. Wait, say that again, Kevin. It would be a Father Zoe in a Pope's outfit saying Father Zoe, and it would be his face on, on the Pope. And then... <laughs> Oh, you know, for that shit. I didn't do that. Paulo did it. Uh, <laughs> you know what that makes me feel like? So, I don't give a shit. No. Uh, but I tried. Tweet us your idea. I mean, we pocket tees. Pocket tees. All right. There you go. See, now we're cooking. How about um, a? I would like a, a romper. A pinwheels and Ivy romper. So you and Luke can. <laughs> June fourth. June fourth. Um, I will be at the White Sox game. June fourth. Everybody's buying me beers. If you don't, I'm gonna fight you. What was I gonna say? Oh, how many T-shirt. times over the course of like the three years we've been doing the show have we been like print the shirts? Well, a lot of times. Yeah, but <laughs> I we can't we can't copy obvious shirts. No, you know what I mean. So like, because they're there's, cool, there's... they're good people. Maybe we can reach out to them, or maybe you all should tweet them to do a collab shirt with us or something. But that's just one. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do a shirt. I would wear a shirt that just said Yerman the God, but that looks like an obvious t-shirt. So we have to like think of a creative way around it. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm already here for the, uh, the Burl Caraway shirts to be right. honest. Oh, that's your, you're the CEO and founder of the Burl Caraway t-shirt company. Uh, oh, a Nico, Nico Suave shirt. Nico, Nico, Nico Suave. Suave. See, I almost wore, I actually almost wore my Nico freaking Horner obvious shirt tonight, but I wanted to make sure we showcased our delicious apparel. Wait, so, so didn't we have a magical idea? We did. What was oh, it? I forget. Oh. Was it him in the never-ending story writing Falcor? Because I would, I would buy that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But then we start getting into players' likeness and all that yeah. shit. And... That's the hard part. Is you got to like again. Uh, Snark really did great when they did the uh, the um, the pen is mighty. We we can't do great. we can't do Mister Three Thousand because I think that they did those joke shirts. For yep, they already did that. They already did that. Damn. Um, I would love to just. I would wear a shirt of just a stat line that just S- says, size doesn't it. matter. <laughs> that just says suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wear the shit out of that shirt. <laughs> I would wear like a KB shirt. I probably could get approval for a likeness on that one, but I would probably wear a KB shirt that says pay the man. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. That would be a big sell. Yes. I, by that the time we get the, print, the shirt printed, though, he'll be traded to the Dodgers and I'll be like stabbing my own eyes out. I mean, so. you can still, yeah. Dodgers fans can still buy that. That's true. <laughs> and they will <laughs> be the man. He goes to the Dodgers. We talked about this Monday. He goes to the Dodgers. He ain't leaving. I'm, by the way, uh, I know this is totally on the side. 
Oh man, they just showed the balk on MLB Network. That, that was pretty rough. He <laughs> literally got us like he got he got the shoelaces caught. So I know this is on the side or whatever, but I mean, you know, again, we talk about Rick Giolito and and how um, you know Shout out Rick. after Rick. Rick is a good man. There's Not a reason cool. why it's very hard for dads, especially baseball dads, pro sports dads, to get on Twitter. Um, and Gio, Rick has just got balls to be on there in the first place. And again, uh, you know, Ken will ask, "What are you doing on Twitter?" If you're, you're your dad, don't be on here. No, that's actually great because I, we'd love to interact with the father. And Mike is not on Twitter. Um, I don't think oh, Mike God. wants to be on Twitter because <laughs> then we'd have to take his phone away. Because Mike is extremely passionate, and uh, you know, uh, but he did send me this. He just wants me to know that KB right now in the National League is ninth in batting average. 11th in RBI, 9th in homers, 10th in runs, 14th in on-base percentage, 6th in slugging, 5th in OPS, 14th in hit, and 2nd in doubles. He stinks. Stinks. Trade him. He like, why stinks. would you? I would literally trade everybody on the entire roster and play with minor leaguers and KB, Horner, and uh, probably Duffy now at this point. I love Duffy. So I have to ask you, how do you feel about uh, Craig Kimbrell closing out games for the Twins in July? Ooh. Why is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, I made it up. Well, I, I was just because the Cubs aren't going anywhere, really. They're just like that streaky team. They're going to win like four or lose four. Oh, They're probably going to be like a 500 team. I'm kind of giving up, but well, not completely, but it's not looking that great. Um, so, if obviously, if they do start to trade players, I mean, Kimberl has to be like at the top of the list because, you know, who doesn't want a closer? And hopefully he keeps it up. And I mean, I was just looking at teams who keeps blowing saves. That's well, what. yeah, <laughs> so bad. Oh my oh god! My. Every time you look up, he's blowing something. Have you watched? Have you Jim actually? Like, he's just always blowing. Have you, have you actually watched one of his blown saves? Like the actual game footage of it? Uh, I no, I have not. Wait, wait. he's trying to throw that cutter, and it's not just moving not. an inch. <laughs> it is not. It is just sitting dead middle middle. <laughs> And people are just pissing on it, uh, and it's, it's not moving at all. It's and, not, I, the one that Luplo hit, the walk off <laughs> in Cleveland. Like he, he, call my might as well have just walked up to the plate, put it on a tee, and said, "Have a good <laughs> night, guys." Because it just said it, it was weird. The ball was going, and it just like stopped in the middle of the plate, belt high. Like, and it was like slow motion. I've never seen a pitch so bad in my life. Is, and yeah, I mean, like I mean, Alex is most... right. Uh, who knows if the twins, if the twins are even going to be buyers by July? They just yeah, Alex, <laughs> good point. And is that is this is this not one of the most gratifying things for White Sox fans is to see him not only struggle. Oh, but I think a struggle for the Twins specifically. It's, it's so, <laughs> I'm not happy to see him struggle just because he was a dog for the Sox, dude. He he did mm-hmm. good work for the White Sox. Um, it is good that he's doing it for the Twins. Like I'm, I laugh at all the tweets of people being like, "Ha ha, Rick Hahn sent him up there as a secret agent to <laughs> purposely nuke the Twin season." But so that's good to see. The only reason I laugh at it is because certain. People in White Sox Twitter were pissed when we signed Hendricks instead of Coleman because of the price difference. And yeah, a Twins loss makes me happy. I don't give a shit who it's to. I don't care what time of day it is. I don't care where they are in the division. Whenever the Twins lose, I get happy. Bottom line. Yep. That's a shirt right there. Whenever the Twins lose, I get happy. And will they be buyers? Let's be honest, guys. They will be buyers eventually. That lineup's too good to stay. It's going to be the Twins. It'll be the Sox, the Twins, and, and... Probably a little bit of the Indians too, but in the end, I, it's going to be Sox and Twins. It's just, it I actually, time. I think the Royals are going to finish higher than the Indians this year, and that's possible. And good for yeah. the Royals too because they're yeah. they're building out. But I, you know, in the end, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see why White Sox fans right now should kind of poke the bear 
This is like Bears fans poking the, the Packers when they're 0-2 and the Bears are, you know, 1-1. One one. It's a little early to start poking the Bear a little bit. There's a long season to go, and I think the Twins will be back. Um, Their lineup's too good to stay this shitty. It, it is. The cream rises to the top, man. It's 162 yeah. games. It's not a short 60-gamer, man. You have so much time to figure things out, and there's so many tweaks that have to be made, and the Twins will figure it out, but there is some pressure, which is weird because in Minnesota, you'd think – Oh yeah, you know, uh, you know, maybe you know, I, I was ice fishing today and I didn't see the game. I mean, is it still snowing up there? Probably not, but it's Minnesota. They're eating juicy Lucy's and, and probably not worrying about the twins just yet. And there's a lot of, you know, eventually, if it's June and they're still sucking, yes, be frightened. But uh, you know what? It's gonna be the white. It's gonna come down to the White Sox and the Twins and anybody that you know. Don't go out there. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go giving the White or the Twins fans screenshot material for later. Oh, it's fine. They do it. If the coin was different, they do the same. That Ted dude's such a fucking turd. That's the only reason why I would Ted. do it. But it's a long season, man. But they look bad. They look really bad. Like Expectations are heavy. Yeah. And they got a lot of dudes that are on the back nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, Yada, like, Nelson. Well, Nelson Cruz still hits piss missiles. <laughs> but they got a lot of older players, like Donaldson. Donaldson. Man, that dude looks like a deck of, a house of cards right now. When he's running, it looks painful. And just I don't know. We're is seeing maybe really, some Is there really a team in the in, in either league that was projected to be great this year that isn't underachieving right now? Like is I, I can't think of one team that's doing I mean, even the Dodgers, like, oh, they're fifteen and eight or whatever it is. That's not good enough for well, here you go. Tampa and, Bay's five hundred, Toronto's eleven and Braves. twelve. Yeah. Yankees are eleven and fourteen. Sox are thirteen and ten. Sox are probably the, like one of the best ones. Minnesota is eight and fifteen. Uh, Angels right. are twelve and eleven. Houston's thirteen and twelve. See, they're uh, figuring it out. Houston's starting to figure it out. They started slow, but they're well. They Oakland, got their Oakland <laughs> won like what eleven in a row after yep. starting like zero and seven yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, Houston got their players back. They they had like twelve dudes out for COVID. Uh, and the White Sox are about to start. They're about to start getting these players injected back in the lineup too as they get healthy. Trying to think of who I thought would be. I thought Washington would be better. Oh yeah. At nine and twelve, but Soto's been hurt. Yep. I thought the Braves right. would be better, but the Braves are getting yeah. better. It helps with the Cubs, I guess playing the Cubs help. Like with the uh, Cincinnati started out real hot, but they died down. They still got a plus six run differential just because they pissed on they just, teams. just kill when they beat dude, the, the West is ridiculous, dude. Everyone the Dodgers are rocking until Bob. Everyone in the West has a positive run differential except for Colorado. They're at minus eight. And I think the like I said, the Giants are the only team that I think aren't pretenders of those like early, early like overachievers. But again, Dodgers fans, I, this is the thing. I, again, I, I don't know if you guys follow. I mean, again, here, I'm here in Vegas. We're Dodger fan. There's Dodgers. I mean, I can't. I could probably roll over and step on a you know roll over onto a Dodgers fan out here in Vegas. They're everywhere. Nobody is panicking. There's not a single like I, I know they're still in first, but. I know that there's a lot of expectations for this team to win like 105 to 110 games and nobody's panicked out here because they're so used to it at this point. They're like Dodger fans. They're they're late to the complaints too. <laughs> they show, like, I mean they're they're 16 third, and 9. Third month of the season. Yeah, but they should have 20 I mean, wins. Third month of the season I mean, they'll start showing up. Like I mean, that's, they, that's, they that's the Dodger fan for you. They, they got a plus 37 run differential. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a difference between I know what you're saying, Kevin, but like the, the Dodgers the have, been have really, a great run differential. The Dodgers have been like out. great for a decade. <laughs> I know, and that's the thing is they're, they 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 know they've been here before, right? And that's, that's why I talk about White Sox. So that's fans not really is, comparable to. Like, got to break else. that. The, the cycle can only be broken by being broken. Does that make sense? You can't get yep. the monkey off your back till you get the monkey off your back. And usually, getting the monkey off the back means beating the Twins. 
you know, or last year was it last year was it the Indians that had their number or whatever they're called now in Cleveland, Cleveland Ball Club or whatever that kind of had their number. You got to break those. The Cubs in their case in 2015 broke the Cardinals, and all of a sudden the Cardinals were just like it was like in 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 the Water Boy when uh, when Fonzie's across the you know doing oh I visualize this little baby hello little baby they get over it and all of a sudden the, the mystique is gone and that that and that's for the White Sox mm. fans. That's got to happen. You've got to you've got to have a moment where eventually you will do, man. You got to give them a little slack. We haven't been in back to back playoffs since like nineteen oh eight. Exactly. No, so, never. It's it's, it's, it's yeah. just trained PTSD. It's it's reactionary. Well, that's what I'm saying. So used you're, to you're it. You're saying exactly, but I'm saying you got to cut them a little slack. Like you're telling people to act as if they don't. We don't know any better right now. Yeah, but, but you still hold them accountable for it. That's how you grow. It's like you're like, hey, eyes up front, eyes up front. We got this. Relax. But well, I, I mean. Just, uh, Ah, well, Cub fans were pretty bad too. But again, I'm the guy that during the during the rain delay said, "Everybody relax. This is all going to work out well." The baseball guy just cooled everybody down. And that's and, a good point, though. The Brewers are playing well with Kristen Yelich. Uh, I mean, the Brewers are fucking annoying. I Alfred just got a hit. Um, He's got one as many hits as Jock. Did you see did. though your boys though? <laughs> Which one? Burns on the IL. Yeah, that yeah, was that's weird. Gonna be big. I think it's COVID. Maybe I think it might be COVID related. Because they didn't. They're like he's on the IL. No, I was like, should have had a double. That was down the first baseline. Sorry, I just don't I want him to get hurt. It's it's fine. He's got such a good smile, man. I love it, dude. The kid is having a good time. His tweets, by the way, he is a great follow on Twitter. For those of you that Cub fans that are at least of the eight, oh, yeah, right I now. know you love those tweets, guys. He's always positive, <laughs> man. He's like, uh, just, beautiful day from, uh, I love it. You know what? There's positivity out there, man. Find the positivity. I'm trying to not be negative. I really am trying not to. It's hard not to, but it's just it's frustrating. Ride, I just Cubs ownership frustrates me, so that makes it a little bit harder. Ride. Forget about the Ricketts. That is not okay because that's someone that's taking money out of my oh, this is my guy's pocket. Oh, this is a good. This is a cerebral play here by the White Sox. Uh, Adam Eaton. The reason he's not playing is not because he's dog ass versus lefties. It's because he's serving his one game suspension. What? Oh, because of the shove. Uh, yeah. That's a good move. Oh, you I completely forgot about that. That's oh, you're, clever. You're Wait. absolutely cheeks versus lefties. Yeah, yeah. serve your suspension. <laughs> hmm. It's almost like they have a veteran guy in the clubhouse making decisions. I, I don't think it took uh, a lot of thinking to do that. One. Yeah, that one time. Come on, let, 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 come on buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's, we should give everybody on. credit this for is, tying their shoes. This is like what line. Alex said yesterday. It's you not lean, You lean. What do you define <laughs> lean uh, on Tony Lewis's side? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, Alex just said smart use of the suspension. That's probably Rick Hahn, though. I mean, yeah. that's probably common sense. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. probably complicated of a move. Yeah, I just the reason I said it was cerebral is just because I didn't even yeah. think you could do it. But yeah, uh, apparently right now, Carlos Rodon is plus three thousand to win AL Cy Young. Bet it right now. So if you bet six, like seventeen bucks, you can win five hundred. Terezi called the seventeen game win, seventeen wins. So. Yeah, no, Terezi's looking very smart right now. I mean, he's he's well. I don't want to say look smart, but he does sound smart now at this point. I mean, he's he's actually actually he looks the smartest. Okay, I know. So obviously, there is that tweet that you read earlier, though, about Rodon. But like, obviously, that's not that can't be serious. But would you right now, if you're the approach approach Rodon and be like, hey, what do you think about a nice three year extension or no? You just you just want to like let the let the I mean, season ride out. Yeah, I feel like you're uh, you're buying at the highest point right now. Yeah, so, definitely. Not. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a long year, so I hope Carlos can keep it up. 
at this level the entire year, that'd be fucking awesome. But always negotiate after a bad start. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Basically, I'm like, dude, negotiate after a bad start. He's four and zero with a sub one ERA right now. Yeah. Not a good time to talk about money. Yeah. No, but actually, I'm, but like, wait yeah. for the blow up. I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah, wait for like the two the one game, game, like yeah, recessing and be like, hey, two years. Jeez, oh, Wilson. Yep. Uh, but I don't know. We're running into hopefully. I don't know what time. I'm looking out my window and it's clear blue skies, but. I, didn't think, I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna play on Wednesday. And, what uh, time was the game supposed to start? In twenty minutes. It starts, uh, it's time oh. TBD at this point. Looks like. Yep. But the, yeah, but they pushed it back. All right, all right. But but it'll it should happen. I mean, again, you guys have like the best grounds crew like in the in Major League right. Baseball. I'm getting the radar out. Ooh, severe thunderstorm mm. warnings. Uh-oh. Is there lightning? Is there lightning? Well, Is there lightning? Then severe thunderstorms usually indicate. Of course, there's severe thunderstorms. Rick, Nick Magical put on his jersey. He's wearing a Baby Gap version of it. That's a thunderstorm right there. Dude, it's oh. like, oh, no. This thing's going to hit from 745 to 8, and then it's done. Good. So let's start at 8. You'll get a 7 inning game, so it's you'll be done at the normal time at like 10. Yeah, this ish. thing's coming from the northwest, and it's coming hard. And it's just going to hit for 15 minutes and then gone. What time um, does the NFL draft start tonight? Is that like five or, yeah, or seven? The the hour, ten yeah. minutes. The hour. Um, I was gonna say, so like at what point do we start talking about your mean Mercedes all-star? Because oh, he's yeah. just keeps it's, hitting. We should talk about player of the month. Like, isn't he about to get player of the month? I mean, if he doesn't get player of the I mean, month, probably he's hitting like four eighty or something. It's a sh- <laughs> it would be it would be a, a a sham robbery if he doesn't get player of the month in the AL. I don't know who you guys are talking about, but I want to talk about German the God. <laughs> oh, our bad. German the God. If the All Star game was tomorrow, would be starting DH. Uh, he. I don't know if he's he. Yeah, he, he has should, to be. He has, he has to be. Yeah, he has to be eligible. For <laughs> yeah. He's a 28-year-old rookie. Yeah. And, <laughs> dude, no one in Major League Baseball has had this high of a battering average in their first 26 or first 20-something games in the history of Major League Baseball. That's oh, sick. We've got a dope, we've got a dope tweet. We've got Chris Bryant is left field because Duffy stole third from him. Tells this to your 2015 rookie of the year standings. Thanks, Rip One Time 17. You're a fucking idiot. I mean, I think that was a joke, Kevin. Was that directly to you? Uh, no, no, no. I just got a, I got a screenshot. Of some, someone was very upset, saying that. Tell him to get off Twitter. I mean, I, I, I mean, again, I don't. Queens, New York, though. Come on. I think, Queens, I think that was a joke. I think. Well, there's some vitriol, and you know, and this is probably a Mets <laughs> fan praying to God that Chris gets traded to the, the 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 Mets, and then you know they give up like seven prospects, and then Chris doesn't resign with them, and they wasted their time. So. Mets fans are stupid. I'll just say that right now. I'll go on the record and just say Mets fans suck. The Mets suck. You gotta be watch- you gotta be careful of those outside fans infiltrating and causing trouble. Apparently, uh, Cabrera's home run on Tuesday night on the south side was thrown back, and people were mad, like because that's like a Wrigley thing, you know. And it's come to light that it was three. Two Cubs fan and one Tiger fan that were sitting in the bleachers that egged the person on to throw it back, and the person subdued. Yep. Be better. There's been a. I've been seeing it. I'm. I don't know 
Is it just because you're trying to get it in while you can? I noticing a lot more Cubs fans in in the park on the south side on TV and shit. Gotta and gotta go drinking. People are I mean, tweeting about it. It's less expensive because the Ricketts have raised prices again. I think. Um, well, it's less expensive, and it's just like I said, if better baseball right now. <laughs> if you can't get into a Cubs game because of capacity reasons or whatever. Oh my god! I just looked at holy fuck. Okay, yeah, I was looking at Mike Trout's numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing a home run back gets you ejected from the park on the south side. Yes. You should just just get an ass whooping. That's an ass whooping. I thought your mean to God was like a No, Trout's first in like everything. (laughs) Yeah. And and, but the thing is, the the bonus, the the, the benefit for, for, for him and for Mercedes is that. Everyone's so used to Mike Trout being so good. No one even nobody even blinks an eye. They're yep. like, yeah, same old, same old. Let's give it to this guy. He never gets any credit. Like Byron something. Buxton, too, man. Byron yeah, Buxton's saying all fucking fire. But dude, so it was a oh, big nice pitch by Alzale. It was God. a slow, slow day in the <laughs> slow day in the offseason. And the topic of the day was if you had to pick one for your team. You taking Trout or Mookie Betts? Uh, and people got pretty uh, people got pretty passionate about it. I love you, I King think, Mac, but no. I think Trout is quietly putting yeah. that to bed and tucking okay. it in and giving it a little kiss on the forehead and saying good night to your argument. So you're mean to if God. Mike Trout so didn't far. exist. If Mike Trout didn't exist, Mookie Betts would be a, a, a god, not the god. But Mike so Trout you're mean twenty one games. He has four home runs, 15 RBIs, slash 427, 469, 653. Really damn impressive, uh, like 1.122 OPS. Mike Trout is slashing 420, 524, 783 with six home runs. If you don't appreciate Mike Trout and you're a baseball fan, you have something wrong with you. We are in, we are watching one of the greatest baseball players of all time. In front of us, and we get the chance to watch him. And, oh, by the way, the, the quietest thirteen hundred OPS you could have, because again, right. like you said, no one's like it's like yeah, Mike Trout. Is Dude, there's a video. Oh, Mike Trout Twitter. doesn't act like a damn clown. Like he's not saying, "Look at me, look at me." No, that doesn't even matter. It's just like no one cares. Yeah, there was people saying they would take Kirby Puckett over Mike Trout. Oh my god, that was a legit thing. Oh, like, oh I know. That's from, that was don't from, get me started on Kirby in his one eye. That was Cole Wright, and he's like the studio host for Marquee, and he just like randomly tweeted it out one day. He, I think he just put like Kirby Puckett better than Mike Trout out of nowhere. Yeah, pretty, I don't even know how. Sure Mike, pretty sure Mike Trout never tried to sexually assault a waitress with one eye. So, dude, there's now. videos right now. Mike Trout, they finally mic'd up Mike Trout, like Major League Baseball after all these years are trying to market their best player. Well, we talked is, about fixing baseball right. with micing up everybody. But, um, camera he, he talked a little bit about playing call of duty and he's talked a little bit and now there's a video on twitter today of people heckling mike trout which is <laughs> damn near impossible but they're not even heckling him they're just literally asking him questions about call of duty and he stops <laughs> what he's doing and turns to the crowd and he's just like oh yeah you gotta drop in here and do this and he's just <laughs> that nice of a guy like he's like oh you guys want to talk about call of duty sure and then i'm gonna go three for four against your team and uh we're gonna call it a night Words of advice, never play Halo or Call of Duty against pro baseball players because they are ridiculous with that aim. Jason Shreve is the best Halo player I have ever seen. We called him Jump Snipe. He would jump snipe you. He would jump and snipe you from across like the play, the whatever, the, the map. Holy shit, breaking moves. Oh, no. 
Do we get one? I'm, no, this is a football podcast. Yeah. For a minute. Okay. Um, this is from a, a very respected Broncos beat writer. Aaron Rodgers. Now, Mark Schlereth, you know, the big Schlereth, from ESPN, Schlereth. now says the Broncos are definitely not taking a quarterback in the draft because they are very close to trading for Aaron Rodgers per it. sources. Oh it's, my it's as close it. as a done Called deal it. as it can be. Called it. I got text to show I'm, it too. This is like this is the reverse Jake Cutler. This, this is, is the be best night best, ever. Yeah, this is the this best, is best night ever. Division. Put him in the AFC. Put him they against Mahomes twice a year. This please. is the Bears. Yes. This is the I'm, best like I'm, night in Bears fan history besides the I'm Super Bowl. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> I'm so happy. Right show, show. No, no, that's not who did the tweet. It was a uh, Scott Merkin, right? No, Cecil Lammy. Lammy. Scott Merkin saying, "Oh no, Lammy. That's, wait, where is that? Hold on. Oh yeah, I'll put, I'll put Zach Stevens as well. Zach Stevens." Yeah, no, the Mark Schiller yeah. said on 1043 yeah, the like fan. Multiple tweets right now. Yeah. I am so happy right exactly. now if that happens. Oh, get him out. I'd actually like uh I'd probably like kinda root for the Broncos a little bit. Although the Raiders, I gotta root for the Raiders here, I guess. So yeah, I can actually <laughs> like it. I can actually like enjoy stabbed. what Aaron Rodgers does. Aaron Rodgers with Vic. Yeah, there you go, Yumper. With Vic's defense. Oh yeah, Vic Fangio. And by the way, here's Aaron Rodgers is joining the one guy that figured Aaron Rodgers out. There is no defensive coordinator in the history of the NFL in Aaron Rodgers' career that shut Aaron Rodgers better down than Vic Fangio what did. Picked us, what the picked Bears the Bron- and the Niners, like the eighth, I think. Because then now you got to think that Green Bay is going to get that pick. Right, but they're not taking a quarterback. They got Jordan Love, so that means that one Jordan rest, Love sucks. Yes, he does. He couldn't hit water. <laughs> I've watched that kid for two years because again, Mountain West. Got to see him play against you. He padded his stats against the worst defense in the country, which is UNLV's defense. Didn't he come in against the Bears in Mac's first game and Mac like strip sacked him and intercepted him or something like that? No, I don't think he's. I don't even think he played it. Did he play Wait, play why is down? everyone just? Why is people putting nine? In the chat? The ninth pick. They have the ninth, the ninth pick. pick. Oh, ninth pick. Oh, ninth oh, pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my buddies are. Yeah, uh, my my Bronco friend. All right, we're gonna wrap this up because I need some alone time, and then I gotta go watch the the draft because Aaron Rodgers. Oh my god! I actually got a lot of coin invested in this draft, so I need I need to watch this. If you're gonna bet, bet the Giants to take a wide receiver. Yeah, I like. Give uh, give, give give me the news. Give me the news. What do you think? What do you think, Zoe? Who should they? If you could bet on an individual player to go to the Giants, who would it be? I would take uh, what's his name. I like uh, Devontae Smith. I like him going to the Giants, and then I also like um, the tight end from Florida going to Atlanta. It's Mm-hmm. Hold on, I want to find her last tweet because she always has good stuff. In Denver, I'm told one of Aaron Rodgers' attractions to the Broncos has been the sense of freedom he'd feel with the offense with Elway in the building per source. Packers clearly have many things to think over, give in or not. We'll see how things unfold. That was from Christina uh, Anderson. Okay. Uh, the, the best tweet I saw was someone goes, um, Aaron Rodgers won't even talk to his own mama, and the Packers think they're going to win a standoff with this stubborn <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Packers are asking for a 9-47 and two first-rounders from Denver. Damn, Chase the Bengals. What is going on? All right, we got to wrap this up. Where did Kevin go? We got to wrap this up. Oh, no, no. I, we haven't even talked about the Cubs yet. We got a lot. <laughs> I got to wrap this up. There's a lot going on here. People are getting traded left and right. Good Lord. Good Lord. 
Good Lord. All right, everybody. Appreciate you listening. Um, game two of the White Sox coming on. Maybe we'll jump on later, do some live stuff. Who knows? Uh, but for Auto Fids, I'm Zo. Uh, buy a t-shirt. We love you. He's only in our plan right now, by the See way. See you next week. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound on the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. This is what you waiting for. You can put it on the boy.